0: Welcome to Moments. This is our fourth episode. I said I wasn't going to say that and I said it again, but it's fine. I'm Day Shola.
1: And I'm Rye.
0: And like I said, this is Moments. We're super excited to have you guys here listening with us today because our episode today is about something that unfortunately some people go through Mm -hmm. because they have stupid ass people that they're with. But Mm -hmm. hey, you know, today's episode is about cheating, it's Mm -hmm. about infidelity. Mm -hmm. All right. And I decided. Yeah, for real. And, and pumpkin's nasty anyway, so I'm already judging you for you. That's why it's nasty. Okay, canap- so. Cheating is nasty. It is. So, all right, let me read what infidelity is for some of you guys who don't know. Some of you guys, I don't need to read it to because you know very well. Um, <laughs> All right. Infidelity is the action or state of being unfaithful to a spouse or other sexual partner.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. That is what that means. Mariah, what does that mean to you?
1: Um, <clears throat> I just feel like, I mean, everyone has their own definition of cheating, right? Some people may say, um, just interacting with an opposite sex can be cheating. Some may say just having, you know, actual intercourse can be cheating. My definition of it, of it is when you are, um, giving someone else energy and feeding, um, romantic energy into a person that's not platonic that you shouldn't be because, People, I mean, having sex is still cheating, but for me, it's worse when you have that emotional connection with somebody because you're actually taking the time to get to know them like one on one. And it's like, well, what are you doing that for if you already have that? So um, that's just my definition of it is when you're actually interacting with someone and it's not platonic, your intentions are something else.
0: Okay. All right. Mine, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I feel like I go back and forth because for me, I feel like at the end of the day, it's all wrong, but- it would really get me if you like actually like had sex with the other person or like was kissing like physically. Was so it wouldn't get person. you if
1: someone was having an emotional connection like it would bother you the sex would bother no, you more than the no. emotional aspect?
0: No it would bother me for sure but I don't know I don't know it would bother me but I don't know if my reaction would be the same as if they were like actually with the you other person. You've never been
1: cheated on huh Adeshala?
0: That's you know, why. Okay. Uh, well, uh, we rest
1: my case because you over all, here First Saturday. of all, look, let me tell you, she, <laughs> she, didn't,
0: she didn't even let me answer the question. And that's fine because, you know, what? we have a guest today. <laughs> Jen is our guest today. And Jen is here to, you know, share her experience with- yes infidelity, unfortunately. And, and you know what? It's funny because I didn't ask her if she was the one that did you cheating or if she got cheated on. I think she got cheated Ooh, on. Oh, I but didn't think about that. I, you know, but we will ask her and if she feels like sharing all of it, that's cool. But Jen, welcome to the show. Oh, welcome, Jen.
3: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. I'm
0: happy you are here. So first question, obviously, is what is your definition of cheating?
3: I love this question because I actually recently decided that further on in my relationships um I want to ask whoever's in front of me what their what loyalty looks like to them because it does vary from person to person and I think it's really important to like lay that down and make that clear because Mm -hmm. you know what is going to hurt me might not hurt my partner
2: right
3: Uh, but for me I know that the lines where they cross for me is when like you're doing anything intimate that you'd be doing with me Like Mm. you shouldn't be touching any other woman in any type of intimate way, the way you touch me,
2: Mm -hmm. you know,
3: even to me, like taking another woman out to dinner and paying for her dinner. That's like very inappropriate in my eyes. But to answer your question, the cheating was on me. I didn't do it. They did it to me. Um, And both were physical I don't know if there were situations that could have been emotional, but that's where I defined it for my partners where when it happened physically.
0: Okay. So you think that physical. So what if if it wasn't like an emotional? Well, okay. So what if like, let's say someone is like, I'm trying to think of present day, like someone's Snapchatting like. Like, dick pics Ooh, to a girl or something. Snapchatting is
1: designed to cheat. Are you no, serious? No, but I'm just...
0: Okay, I'm just saying. I'm saying, what if What if someone's, like, Snapchatting dick pics to a girl or something, but they they never actually physically did it Yeah,
3: so that's, like, another form of intimacy. So, yeah. if there's any nudity being exchanged, absolutely not. I will not be sticking around.
0: Like, you know, you won't stay with them.
3: Oh, hell no. I oh, have
0: say caught, it, girl. Hell I've, no.
3: I've, I've, I've caught, like, text messages... And that was forgivable because I think that, like, as humans, like, we are going to be attracted to mm-hmm. others. We have unfinished business. I was mm-hmm. very young when these things occurred, so I don't yeah. think I have the threshold for that anymore. Mm-hmm. But if, say, my friend is in this situation, I could see why there would be some forgiveness there.
0: Yeah. that That's fair. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so we want to hear the story. Well, if you said there's two situations, you can choose one. You can tell us both. What happened? Uh, What was the relationship looking like before that you found out about the cheating, and how did you find out? Mm -hmm. Let's hear it.
3: Okay, so I have two stories. I guess I'll start with like the one that isn't so severe. Um, We'll call him John. John Doe. John Doe. So I'm with John Doe. We're in this serious relationship, but we're young. We're toxic. We're fighting. Sorry, Jen. What's
1: young? Can pain. you give us an age?
3: Um, I was 20 at this time, and I think he was 25. Okay. Okay. 24, 25. Around that time. Or maybe okay. it was 21. Something like that. We were together from me being 19 to me being 22. Okay. Oh. So okay. a very like young gap, very transitional. You know, mm-hmm. turning twenty one during that time, like mm-hmm. having a boyfriend, was an interesting time period. But we, but both- also
0: very old enough to know what you're doing. Let me let me clarify that. Right. So. Okay. So oh, keep true. going. outside.
3: So, anyways, we had been dating for a long time, and there was things like I caught messages with his ex girlfriend, and I was always catching things, and he was like gaslighting me, like your textbook narcissist, and I was very insecure. I was very threatened. Um, We would go out together and I just, my anxiety would be through the roof. So here we are, we're like a year and some months um, into our relationship. And there's like one day he, he had slept over. We get up in the morning, I go to work and I get off work and I have a text message. And he's like, Hey, do you mind if I go to California? Like we want to go see this DJ. And I'm like, you were literally mit- with me this morning. I highly doubt within this three-hour window, like, you were invited. Turns into this whole fight, and he's like, you can't tell me what to do. Whatever. Hard Summer Music Festival comes up, and he's like, I'm going, and you can't stop me. So I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. and- I can't stop you. Let me try to manipulate the situation and get on your good side and put you in a headspace where you're going to be thinking about me while you're there. So I gave – this was back when, like, GoPros were, like, a thing. I gave him my GoPro. I gave him, like, stuff to wear, like, my fanny pack, all this stuff. And I'm like, go, babe. Have your fun. I see him and his friend, like, get in the car before they leave. And I'm like, yeah, you boys enjoy yourself. Like, trying to be like, oh, I can trust you. Try to be, like, the chill girlfriend, mm-hmm. which I'm so glad. I'm so not a chill <laughs> girlfriend but and so he was texting me until about like 3 p.m and then he ghosted and i'm just like this is suspicious and need to remind you like we had done everything together before that and so basically i'm just i'm hanging out in my living room and i'm imagining like him on ecstasy and the crowd with a girl and they're dancing and I'm like creating a scenario in their head in my head. <sighs> I shit you not. I do not hear from John for two weeks.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Stop.
3: Wait, hold on. Mm-mm, ski
1: skirt. So he went to California and it was supposed to be a short trip. And you don't hear from him from two weeks after he stopped texting you that one day at three p.m. And this is your boyfriend, not somebody you dating.
3: We had been like committed. Like I spend so much time with his family.
0: Okay, keep very going, please. like,
3: on Instagram, like very wow. known, that we're in a committed relationship. Okay. So two weeks go by, I hear from him, and I I like can't eat, full anxiety. And I hear from him, and he's like, "Can we talk?" And I'm like, "What That's hell." Not
1: motherfucking no
3: yeah and so this is where i'm a dumbass and young but so i meet up with him and he like gives me this (sighs) bullshit story and was like i was really stressed out about us i didn't know what to do and i got really sick at the festival so i like had to ditch my group and get another ride home all these lies and i'm like tell me right now if something happened and he was like nothing happened I love you. I want to be with you. So for months, I keep getting this feeling. And like, I, re- I will never forget. We're laying in my bed. He's looking in my eyes. And I'm like, did something happen at Hard Summer? And he looks me in my eyes and goes, I love you. I would never do that to you. So three months go by. We're at another music festival together. And the friend that he went with, i see him it's like the last night of the festival he had done some shady shit and disappeared the night before i see the best friend on the dance floor and i go over to him and i'm like jay oh i almost said his name ricky whatever (laughs) (laughs) tell me what happened at hard summer and he goes let's oh wait sorry let me rewind a second there was two nights before I was like, oh, if I were to go ask Ricky right now what happened at Hard Summer, what would he say?
1: Ricky Jondo's friend, right? Yes. yes. Okay, copy.
3: And so he's like, oh, nothing. You can ask him. And I was like, okay. So I just like let the weekend go on. So it's the end of the weekend. Ooh. I go over to him and I'm like, tell me what happened. He's like, okay, let's, let's go for a walk. Oh, a walk time. though. And so- yeah. <laughs> He basically tells me, like, that he lied to this girl and told her that, like, he didn't have a girlfriend. They made out, and then someone on the dance floor approached her and said that guy has a girlfriend, so she kind of went off on him. They separated. I can't even let him finish his story. I have a beer in my hand. I go over to the group that he's sitting in they're like sitting in a circle and I start like throwing beer at him and I'm like you fucking liar you fucking cheater oh
0: my god and, I know that's
1: why
3: yeah and then I ran off and went to another set all night long he's like trying to grab me like phys- getting physical with me and it's like I fucking hate you you ruined my life and people he had, said that to you yeah and people had to be like get off of her so so the, the weekend's over, and I don't remember what was going on in the group message, but one of his friends that were there said, like, oh, John said he didn't do anything, and I believe him. And I'm just like, mm. okay, whatever. I end up getting home, and I am I'm find the girl on Instagram. And I message her, and I'm like...
1: Ooh, private eye, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. so
3: I'm like, <laughs> hey, girl, did you meet a John Doe at... Hard summer in August, and she was like, Hey girl, yes, I did. And I think you should know we did make out, but as soon as I found out he had a girlfriend, I ditched him. But I do think you should know that I saw him like getting handsy with other girls after that. Mm. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, so I sent a screenshot of that in the group message, and I'm pretty sure everyone started leaving the group message. Like, Oh my God, everyone's like, we don't want to deal with your shit. Like goodbye you two, basically girl just to,
1: okay. See the one silver lining in that is that, um, the, the girl that, you know, he interacted with, she has some self-worth and self-respect for herself when she found out he had a girlfriend because a lot of women, especially where I'm at (laughs) and I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, these bitches don't care like you they could be like i have a (laughs) girlfriend they're like okay well that what does that have to do with me so it's a good thing that she like walked away you know and didn't interact anymore but like i knew this episode was gonna give me anxiety because i hate cheating like it literally let's just say if you didn't go to prison for doing shit a bitch would be doing shit like i just hate cheaters it's like the worst thing ever but i'm glad that um she like told you and was like, "Yo, like I left," and it also verified with what Ricky said, you know, that she pretty much mm-hmm. left. But that is like, I can like imagine like your heart was probably racing, your blood was boiling, like
0: she you threw like, a fucking beer on you're you. like
1: shaking where you can't even fucking probably like text or whatever. Like, like it's girl, I feel you. My <sighs> adrenaline was through
3: the roof. I feel like it's through the roof right now. And that story was so long ago, right? Because. Yeah all of his bros like backed him up
1: on it 100%. I mean as and- they should though. I hate to say that. I'm not a cheater, but if I cheat my motherfucking friends but to act like I'm not <laughs> cheating or as I'm beating somebody ass. Oh, uh, uh,
0: so- well, no, here's a well, no, here's the thing to offer about <laughs> that. Don't if you are doing shit don't put me in it because I'm, I'm not lying yeah. for nobody. In the sense of like I'm not about to say anything, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna. This is the thing. I'm not gonna. I'm the one that won't say anything, but I, I, I'm not gonna be like, oh no, he was, he was here. No, 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 I'm not doing that because I'm not a good liar. So I'd have your shit all fucked up. <laughs> <You know what laughs> I'm serious. I'm it not sure a good will liar. make it worse. Like, I, I'm. I've come to a point where
3: I'm like, I don't want to be involved. Yeah. I know nothing. Right. That can yeah, either help right. my girl or it could screw her over. I don't know. But, but that's
0: not my issue, exactly. I right. Like, you no. Know, no
1: true true i get what you guys are saying but i'm very like like luckily like i said i'm not a cheater regardless but like how loyalty is like your friends are loyal to you so if one of my friends came to man came to me and was like are you were you with her and she's telling me to tell him you think i'm gonna tell this dude that i don't even know like no i wasn't with her she's lying to you somebody that i've known for like 10 plus years but that's just me. Like, everybody has their opinion the way they look at it, you know? Because, like, for example, I don't expect my man's friend to sit up here and tell me
3: that my man's cheating. Like, yeah. it's his friend. Like, why would I, I expect just, that? wouldn't have defended him at all. Like, just don't say anything.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly, and that's, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh no, he would never cheat. on You didn't know, like, because I'm not a liar. I'm not about to be. Yeah, don't put line 20 like on
1: that. 10. I'm saying don't you put know? 20 on 10. But like, you can just
0: not say anything. Yeah. You just, I, I, like, like, you'd be like, like Man, I don't know about it. I'm sorry. You know, and even that will, keep, will have me over here, like, you know. And then sometimes, let's be honest, sometimes you're friends with them too. Sometimes you're really, like, you could have known. Known the the girl the guy before you knew the, that person, so then they put you in a True. situation. You know well, what I mean.
1: Sometimes people though, my experience has happened to me twice that a man will tell you that his friend's cheating because he really wants you. And to me, would you have told That's me he was cheating up. if you didn't want me? So that that guys, is fucked up. He wanted you, right?
3: His friend has definitely has like slid in.
1: See, see, so it's that like a guy is... will tell a guy will tell all if he wants you. Like I've had that happen to me twice where it's like, well. You won't mess with me, but he not even being faithful to you. Then he starts pulling out receipts. What? And it's yes. like, damn, would you have even told me if you? And it's called, we call it, you know, the urban dictionary is called backdoing. When you want to backdo, come through the backdo to get oh. the friend. So that happens where a dude will tell you, but he's only telling you because he wants you. And it's like, they take that risk. They take that risk, thinking that you may mess with them, and then they be mad that they told you. Because guess what? I don't want your ass still, but thank you for the information, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fucked up. That's that shows that they obviously weren't a real friend. I would never do some shit like that, but yeah. uh, but some people are grimy. So okay, Jen, I have, <laughs> I have a couple of questions though, and I want to hear. And she, apparently, this was the one that wasn't that bad. So we got to hear the next Ooh, one. Oh, but gosh, because this geez. motherfucker left for two weeks, I don't understand that. How does he leave for two weeks and then you say he comes back and you're like? okay like what how did that like i don't understand like did you freak out on him like where the fuck were you at or like (laughs) like, i don't understand i
3: i don't even know like i feel like i was like more upset like sad and like cried and and, like my ang or my anxiety was so out Mm -hmm. of control that i think that i just wanted to like subside that feeling right
0: did you think that something happened to him
3: I, I didn't have any confirmation, so oh, like do I think he got like? Do you think
0: he like died or something? Because it was I mean, two weeks is a long two weeks. Is, like if someone was not if your fucking boyfriend is not talking to you for two days that or a day, that's like well, what the fuck happened? Two yeah. weeks. Two weeks yeah. is like wait a minute, you know what I mean? Like you his probably weren't able to anything. sleep. Like,
3: yeah, I think I think that I got like like one text out of him, and I think that I was like, please just let me know that you're safe, and I think he just said like. Yeah, I'm going to bed or something like that. Oh,
0: fuck the fuck off. (laughs) Anyways, that doesn't make any sense. Wait, so did you have
3: any of um
1: his friends like contact their social media? Did you reach out to the friends like where the fuck is this motherfucker at?
3: I don't think so because I think that I had already been in so many situations with him in that relationship where I was contacting him like, where is he? Like, do you know if he's okay? Mm -hmm. Is he with you? And I think. That at that point of the relationship, everyone was, like, so sick of us.
1: Oh,
0: oh right. And so they you, probably you, you knew, You guys were, too, were that couple. Yeah. yeah. Okay. oh
3: Okay.
0: Toxic. I love, that. I love that you can own it, though. I love that you own it. You're like, yeah. That's what well, it I'm was. Well, I'm
3: just so not that girl anymore. I was right. such a mess. I had, you know, I was very wounded. Like, I was yeah. carrying my own trauma with me, and so was he. And that's mm-hmm. why I tried
0: Mm-hmm. This was this was someone from UNLV, right?
3: No, actually, he went to school in Arizona. Arizona,
0: but he okay. And moved
3: back to Vegas.
0: Okay, because she went to you went to UNLV also, correct? Yeah,
3: I was going to UNLV at this time. Yeah, so we okay. all were at
0: school at the same time and didn't. Well, I knew she was there, but yeah. But all right, okay. I want to hear the next story because if that one was mild, the next one, I'm like, uh, what happened with the next one? So who's the next guy going to be named?
3: Um, let's go with jim okay smith.
0: oh you, you like the J. jim smith
3: oh let's go with tyler tyler okay
0: tyler, tyler. everyone knows a
1: tyler right okay i know it's a, a couple of tyler's actually everyone's
3: okay. had this type of
1: tyler in their life i swear oh gosh i'm scared
3: not then i'm living a
0: fucked up life <laughs> <Is his laughs> name really tyler no no oh, Deshola. Okay. Well, no, because because we know some people, like mutual people named Tyler. And I was like, wait, who was it? All right, oh. let's go. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, I can tell you, like, off recording. I got you. I got you. Like, you'll be able to kind of have an idea of who this person is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So this person was a rebound from the relationship that I just told you about. and Okay. So I, I I'm glad like you I- can admit I mean, that.
1: Thank you. Appreciate that.
3: Yeah, I kind of got myself into like the same type of thing because it was like familiar, and I was trying to move on. But yeah, we had only dated for about four months, and he did the whole like, "Oh, like I'm ready for marriage, I mm. want babies, all this," and mm. I feel like me as a woman, that's music to my ears. I'm like, "Wife me up, get me pregnant, yada yada yada," and. In our whole relationship, he had like issues with alcohol, alcoholism. Mm. So I thought that was like the issue, and I was like, I can't stick around. Did
1: you this know this season. in the beginning that he had suffered from alcoholism?
3: So he actually had a heroin addiction. Oh God, girl! Woo! It's getting deeper <laughs> and deeper. So, oh, shit. but he had recovered from that. So he's had all of this praise from overcoming. I know who
0: this is. Oh my god. I used to work with him. Keep going. Oh really? Wait, wait if this is the who I think it is, Probably. B B?
3: No.
0: Oh, okay, never mind. Keep going. I thought it was you know who I'm talking about, B. Sorry, right, keep going. Go. Okay.
3: So anyway, yeah. So we were together and there was one night he mm-hmm. had like a a dinner he was invited to to be asked to be a groomsman. And so I knew he was getting together with, like, his close guy friends. Uh, He worked a lot, so I didn't really know what to expect when he goes out with his boys. So I just went, like, to the movies and with a friend and enjoyed my night. And as I'm getting out of the movie, I have some missed calls from him. And I answer the call, and he's like, guess where I'm walking into. Mm. And I'm like, where? And he's like, crazy horse three. And it's funny because a week before, we had a discussion on strip clubs. And, you know, we were only together for a few months, so we're still getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. So we had this discussion on how he felt about strip clubs. He was like, oh, they're such a waste of money. Like, if I go there, I'm there to watch a football game or something stupid. Who knows? Who knows? So anyways, he tells me <laughs> he goes to Crazy Horse and he's like, "Are you coming?" And I was like, "Do you want me to come?" And he was like, "Yeah, just get here." And I'm like, "I love me a strip club, so okay, if don't uh, come, uh, come. Don't play because I will come, and I'm not going right. to impose my boys' night." Right. And he was like, "Either come or don't, because I'm leaving soon." And I look it up on my maps. I'm like, "I'm 10 minutes away. I'll be there soon." I get there. In 10 minutes. And for some reason, at this club, women can't just enter. They have to be escorted by men. What? And I'm trying to call him, and he's not answering. And then all of a sudden, I have a missed call from him. So basically, our calls are like intercepting. And I'm just like, Look, my boyfriend is calling me. He's in there. I'm a local. I don't think I can get a hold of him. It must be the service. Can you please let me in? And they're like, Yeah, it's fine. Go go find him, whatever. So then I see I have a mis- um, voicemail from him. So I'm like, oh, he's trying to get a hold of me. And I'm walking around the strip club, and I see four of those, like, swivel chairs. And I see three guys who are his three best friends, all with strippers on their laps. One is engaged. One is moving in with his girlfriend, and one just got married. So, <laughs> um, I, so I expected him to be sitting with them. And I go over there trying to, like, be funny. And I'm like, well, well, well. And all their faces are like, why are you here? And I'm like, Tyler invited me. Where is he? And they're like, oh, he went to the bathroom. So I'm sitting there and it's so awkward because they're all have these girls on them. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the bar. I'm going to get a drink. By the time I get a drink and I turn around, they're gone. And the bar was not far at all. Like if I would have just like turned my head back, I would have seen where they went. But they were gone. I see this dancer, and I'm like, "Hey, like, did you see where all of these guys went?" And her response is, "Oh, babe, they all went to VIP,
1: a private room. Oh. I knew it." Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, oh, oh. So I'm like, "Okay." I still can't get a hold of him. I'm doing laps around the strip club. Can't find him. I'm like so upset. Um, I like I get that gut feeling again, mm-hmm. and all night long. I can't get a hold of him. I sent him a text saying, you invited me to the strip club to make a fool out of me. And then I blocked him. And Uh of course, like the next couple of days, I'm getting phone calls from his roommate's phone. He's writing me on Facebook, whatever. He denies that anything happened. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm like, okay, I don't know. We'll talk. We'll see. Whatever. We get dinner one night. And I had, he posted a picture and there was like a girl who kept post, commenting on his pictures, things that like a friend doesn't comment. Like it was like
1: mm-hmm. social so media, get your babe. ass caught the fuck up.
3: Yeah. And I was Wait, you like, said it
0: was like, what can you say? She would be
3: like so handsome babe or. Something.
0: Oh, okay.
3: So I asked him and I was like, who is this girl? And he mm-hmm. was like, Oh, she's just an old co worker that, like, I used to go Fuck on. Like, yeah, we would go to concerts and stuff. And I'm like, you don't just take a co worker to a concert. But,
2: okay.
3: mm-hmm. And some so, people do. So a few weeks ago, I feel like more in a group setting. That's fair. It's like, it's like oh, the, the team is going out. We're having an outing. You know what I mean? But, you know, at this point, I just was like, okay. I'll believe you for what you say. Another day goes by. And he's like, oh, can you grab my phone for me? And when you get a dude's phone in your hand, you're like, shit, shit, shit. Like, mm-hmm. do I look? Do I look? So I look at his phone and he has a 10 a.m. missed call from a, um, what can I say? Her name is Jessica Baby. Okay. It says Jessica Baby. And I'm like. Who's Jessica, baby? He's like, Oh, that's that co-worker. I just never changed her name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is she calling you at 10 o'clock in the morning? Mm. And he just is like, I don't know, she always wants to hang out and blah, 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 blah. So I'm just like, okay, like, I just I the trust has really been broken since Crazy Horse. And I just have these feelings. So you can't blame me for asking.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's like,
3: well, no, you have nothing to worry about. Whatever, a month later goes on. His alcoholism is, like, too much to bear with. We break up, and we stop talking. And so maybe a month later, one of my coworkers had also worked with him at his other job, and he was like, oh, I was talking, or Tyler was asking about you and um, asking, like, if I ever talk about, it, he was like, does Jen ever talk about me, type of thing. And then I was just like, oh, I wonder why he's asking me that. That's so random. What did
0: Tyler do? I'm, I'm, I'm over here like, okay, I'm, I'm getting nervous. I'm like, okay, what did Tyler do? How did you like, find
1: oh, out? And you guys are goes, broken up by this time, right? Yeah,
3: so it's okay. been like a month. And he goes, oh, yeah, like he keeps mentioning some girl that he's been hooking up with for a really long time. So I thought it was you. And I'm like, no, we haven't been together for a month. And he was like, oh, yeah, like, this girl, like, he went and saw her last Wednesday. And he, I, he's like, I've been hearing about her for months. So I'm like, mm, this doesn't add up. Mm-mm. I'm like, junk one night. And I heard, like, there were some other things I heard about that we had issues with in our relationship. And I text him, and I'm like, did you do this? Did you cheat? Tell me yes or no. And he's like, no, no. What are you talking about? And then I'm just like, I don't respond to him because I'm like, why am I texting you? Right it's over yeah it's over over. so literally so we broke up in September this is in October I move on with my life it's November goes by I my my birthday was in November he didn't observe my birthday didn't say happy birthday okay let me sorry
1: before you say that I wanted to say I know that you're you're a Scorpio huh yes yes and i was gonna wait because girl a- everything that you're saying we always like try to see the good in people and i was like she's either a scorpio or a cancer Ooh. just had to say Are you scorpio? keep going i'm a scorpio yeah oh
3: hell yeah yeah girl mm-hmm. scorpio's in a uh, house and he's a Sagittarius so oh girl
1: that's the worst Mm-mm. the worst, mm-hmm. the
3: worst.
2: <laughs>
3: and so anyway so december comes along it's his birthday and i have him blocked and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm walking into work, and a girlfriend sends me a screenshot of a post that he were posted for his birthday, and it's him and a girl at dinner. And she's like, happy 30th birthday, babe. And I'm like, girl, did you have to do that right now? Walk- I literally just clocked in for work. Right. And she's like, hey, I'm sorry. So, like, I start getting curious. So, I go and look at this girl's Instagram, and I'm, like, going through it, and I'm going through it, and I see that a hostess I work with is like this with her, like best friends. And so I go into work one night and I'm like, Hey, so you know that like alcoholic boyfriend I told you about? And she was like, yeah. I'm like, I think he may have cheated on me. And she was like, Oh my gosh, is it Tyler? And I'm like, yeah, and she's like, "Oh yeah, he for sure cheated on you like a lot." And I'm like,
2: <laughs>
3: "Arcade." Geez. And she was like, "I'm not friends with that girl anymore, but I have proof." And oh, she starts bring out the receipts. And this that strip club thing happened at the end of the Jul- end of July, and she was like, "Oh, this is a picture of her in his living room on Fourth of July," and I look at I'm oh. like, "Yep, that's his place." And I definitely, uh, was in San Diego. Oh, that's great. And he told me he was at work. And then, um, so the, another day, so I'm on Instagram and his roommate posts with this dog and he's like, Oh, Luna, whatever. And like tags the girl. And I'm like, wait a damn minute. (laughs) One night when we got home from dinner, we get to his apartment and I hear a dog in his room with oh, the door no. shut. Oh
1: no, no, he fucking did not. And understand.
3: I'm like, oh my gosh, why is this dog locked in here? Who, Who is this? And he's like, oh, that's my aunt's dog. I'm just like watching her for oh the night. Oh my God. We're playing with this dog and we're having sex with this dog in the apartment. Wait,
0: okay. Ooh! I was like, hold on. I said, you need
1: to... uh, (laughs) Yeah, the dog's in the apartment day, Sharla. She said, we have
0: a sex with this dog. I'm like, hold the fuck on. We have other
3: problems. (laughs) So, yeah, I found out that that was that girl's dog. She was basically living with him. Mm. Um, And that makes sense why I didn't really ever sleep over over there. He always was like, I work late. I work early.
1: He's living a double (laughs) life
0: so okay okay so so the story is he was cheating on you with this girl mm-hmm. or he was cheating on the girl with you were you the Both other yeah. woman or was she the other woman which one was the other woman so
3: i clarified this with the the mutual friend and the mutual friend was like oh yeah we always felt bad for tyler because jessica is fucking every old man in los angeles like oh. she's always up with somebody and we always felt bad for him but here he is having a whole other relationship.
0: Damn. So he was with her first.
3: Yeah. So he had told me about her before, and he said that they had like a year and a half of on and off, and he said that they stopped like six months prior to us dating. So I thought she was just old news.
1: Wow. She said, "This pussy ain't for free." The fuck?
0: Uh, exactly. That's what I was about to say. She said, "I got to finance this life." Okay. Right. So you have a nice car.
3: Yeah. I got. Um, I got super freaked out, and I was like, I to this day, I'm like, I will never have sex with someone unprotected again, because who knows what they're. Oh, I know
1: about. that's yes, girl, yes.
3: I need to see some test results, and I'm going to need commitment out of you, mm-hmm. like, or else we're keeping that thing wrapped.
0: So my question to you, Jen, is: you've had those two cheating experiences, and this show, Moments, is supposed to be about like what these moments in life have like done to you and/or taught you. So like. After your two experiences, what do you feel you've learned from cheating and or how has it changed the way you look at dating?
3: Well, I do want to add to the story. I feel very proud of myself because it took me days to decide I wanted to say something to him so bad. And Mm -hmm. I said nothing. I have no idea to this day if he knows that I know
1: because oh. it's irrelevant when you're done you look forward you don't look in the past it's irrelevant yeah. and it's his loss not yours it essentially I feel like people who like cheat and have to like do things like that they um it's like 50 50 because people obviously cheat um because they're having to look elsewhere for something or the other 50 percent, i feel like is to feed their own insecurities and their ego so it's never you it's it's always a person we always want to you know when we're younger blame ourselves like well what could i've done better what did i do wrong and it has nothing to do with you it's always that person so that
3: gives me chills you took the words out of my mouth because that's my biggest takeaway is that when somebody steps out of their relationship, it has nothing to do nothing. with the person in front of mm-hmm. them has nothing to do with me and that is like I said, a very very wounded person mm-hmm. uh, clearly has like addiction battles. I have gathered information with his friends that like we think like they think that he battles like with his sexuality and mm-hmm. I think he battles with who he is inside. Mm-hmm. He, doesn't, he doesn't his family that he comes from is very like macho and like has no respect for women. And from this day on, I I have to be with a man who has a feminist like mindset.
1: Right, right, mm-hmm. right. I right. to see
3: women as people and value me as a person. And my experience in this as a life human, shit. rather than just this woman that you're attracted to.
1: Right. Yeah. And as you're equal too, because um, men want to think that, you know, we're below them and it's, that's when they have shit fucked up. But um, yeah, I think that's really great that you've, you know, kind of found like this newfound strength that you know you're worth and it's something that you won't go through again and while we're in those times where we're being cheated on and as much as it hurts you have to go through those experiences so you know what you will and what you what you will not tolerate again and how you said in the beginning that you now ask somebody you know what what's your definition of cheating or what's this what's that to get in someone's kind of head because everybody has their own definition of things so I think that's that's amazing that you you've, you've realized weird. that you found the silver lining
3: Yeah, it's totally a matter of like seeing where you align with that person and catching on like the red flags way before it even gets to this point. Because now I don't even sit across from someone at a whole dinner if I think that that's the type of person that they're going to be.
1: Right, and like you said, getting the red flags. But being that you're a Scorpio, which is <clears throat> the best zodiac sign out there, um, we, you know, you give everyone the benefit of the doubt, and you try to see the good in people, even if they do things wrong throughout the process. You try to say, you know what, people can change, people make mistakes, uh, but you got to put your foot the fuck down, and it, you know, <laughs> seems like you have, and that's beautiful. I love that.
3: Yeah, um, maybe like a little less than a year later, I started dating somebody who. He had a past was had been cheated on. And he a- tried to ask me about my experience. And he goes, so you said your ex had cheated on you. Um, he's like, why do you think that is? Like, what did you do? And I felt like the blame was put on me in that moment. And to me, that was a person who hasn't healed from their own experience from cheating. And that they don't see it as that it's not your fault you know what i mean so yeah, he
0: obviously thought that it was his fault why his ex cheated on him Mm
3: -hmm. yeah i'm like how dare you like put the blame on me and assume that that happened to me because i did something because i felt short somewhere because Mm -hmm. that's not what the case is at all i Mm -hmm. but at the same time i've never cheated on someone so i don't really understand what the mind set is like of a cheater
0: that makes sense Wow. Well, Jen, (laughs) I actually learned that. I'm I'm like listening to it. I was like, I was like, "Mm, that was actually good. I like that. I like, I like some of the stuff that you, a lot of the stuff that you said, especially in the beginning saying like, you need to, like, you're going to ask people what, what they consider cheating and, and, and what their, their boundaries are when you first meet them, just in case that you're like, if I can deal with this, I can't, if I can't, I
3: can't. Yeah. Well, also for me, like, I think that like, those lines should be hard drawn in the sand, at least while we're getting to know each other. At least the first year or two before we can start opening up to other people and involving others, we need to create a foundation of what's going on here first. And then we can revisit this later down the line because I honestly haven't been with somebody long enough to be open to anything that's like a little more fluid, as you would say. But I feel like you know, if you're someone with somebody for like 10 years, maybe you could be open to other things or want that like tension in some sort of way.
0: You mean like open relationship?
3: It could be anything, you know, just for instance, like I could say, hey, I, when we first started dating, I didn't like you like having girls with you at the bar and dancing with them. But you know, we've been together for a long time. I trust you. And I kind of think it would be hot if, to see like a girl dancing on you or something. That could be something that could consist way later down the road. But in the beginning of the relationship, we need to focus on what's going on here and build those blocks before. Right. Maybe, those
1: boundaries.
3: Yeah. And really build trust and get to know one another. Because when I don't know you that well, I don't know what's going through your mind and what you're right you with other people.
1: Right. No, because I agree. Yeah, that's, um,
3: texting mm your other girl coworkers could be normal for you. And you, you know what your intentions are, but I'm on the outside. I don't know. know Yeah. So that's not going to look good for me, but if I know you and in three years from now, and I know that you are loyal and I feel secure and safe with you, then that could change.
1: Right? No, it's true. I was telling, um, Like, my significant other, for example, like, with, I mean, this is, like, um, hear me out, you guys. So, um, like, my dad and I, like, we always go back and forth. We're always, like, getting into it. And he, my boyfriend was asking me, why don't you express to your dad, like, why don't you be, bowing your dad up or going back and forth with your dad. I said, because I know where I stand with my dad. So I know no matter what I say to him, no matter what he says to me, he's always going to love me like regardless, even though that's a completely different love than a significant other. But goals, you know, piggyback off what you're saying. Once you know a person and where you stand and where you're where you you really like, you know, concrete in their life and you're, where your relationship is solidified, you don't have to worry or have those questions. So that is what it's really about. It like takes time. Now, on the whole, I could never... Like, you know, I always think like the threesome thing's like cool in the beginning, but then once I love you, like that's out. Because I don't want you to ever think because I let you have a threesome one time that you could do it again, because then we gonna have a motherfucking problem. So we're not even gonna start that. Like, that's what I was about to say. Don't even
0: introduce it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So don't even introduce it because and then, you know, They say, Oh, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do that, blah, 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 you know, because it'll only be nah, motherfucker. I let you do it once, so why would it be an issue again? And you're gonna try to piggyback off, well, you let me do it before. So hell nah, we not even open that door.
3: Gateway, like a whole can of worms. Right. I Mm -hmm. just haven't been in a position with anybody that I have felt secure in that. So Mm -hmm. I'll close that bridge when I get there and when I'm confident, secure man and our love is strong, then we can entertain these ideas and circle it. But we gotta focus on what's going on here first.
1: Right. I love that. Yeah, you I love that. It's all about um making your partner feel secure and sometimes the significant other feels like you should already be secure on your own but it's like people come from wounds and scars mm-hmm. from previous and past relationships and people always want to look at insecurities as a negative thing and i feel like it's not a negative thing this person already went through something and they're vulnerable enough to you know express it to you so i just feel like when people try to flip it um when they try to flip it and be like, "Well, you know, that's on you," then you know what? Then have it be on me and l- let me be with somebody else who will be yeah. patient with me, and you know, understand because we all come from things. We all come from a past, and it's one of those things that the insecurities come from somewhere. Something happened. Something mm-hmm. took place for it to be there. We didn't just wake up and be like, "Oh yeah, no, it, something happened and it occurred." So, yes, girl, you're saying a lot of facts here today.
3: Well, also goes back to us saying like our everyone's definition of loyalty may look different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what bothers you might not bother me and vice versa. And that's where communication is just so crucial
1: because you
3: ever want to put your partner's feelings at risk. (laughs) It's just so not worth it.
1: No, it isn't. But people don't think about that. And men lack communication. I'm starting to realize all men just don't know how to fucking communicate. I I don't get it. Um, But and also, I don't it think starts all from. guys
0: don't a how Okay,
1: majority. But, okay. Majority. But I think but it just I comes from too.
3: To... Like women, people in general. Yeah, people in
0: general. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Jan. Exactly.
3: Okay, De
1: Shola. Jan, okay. Jan, I, I, I like My your female friends have no mindset. problem communicating. I
3: could blame men for so many things. I could write you a laundry list of the things <laughs> that men lack that women are superior at. But we also have to take responsibility as all genders of humankind right we all lack in and communication mental health is luckily in our day and age is being the light is being shed on it and we are getting we're finally getting the tools because if I look Mm -hmm. at my parents and my friend's parents I'm like y'all are damaged Ah!
1: No, literally, no, seriously, it's like it's a different. Um, I feel like the cycle that's coming around for us because you know everything comes in like cycles and you know how things return, like music, clothes, and stuff. I feel like um, it's it's coming. We're moving forward to where people are tired of um black people getting killed and people are you know noticing more. People are tired of. Us fighting and shit over dumb shit, you know, that is not even have to do a race, making fun of someone because they're fat or they're skinny or you're white or you're black. Like, it's one of those things we're coming to a time where we're getting tired and sick of it. And our generation is starting to open our eyes, even with parents who may be racist or prejudiced. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it's that cycle is coming, I feel like, for positivity. Um mm-hmm. And I feel hopeful
3: about it. But, yeah. Kind of it's movement right now. And it's
1: beautiful. Yeah, 100%. Because people are tired.
3: The movement is painful and there's ugly parts of it. But the goal is beautiful.
1: Yeah, it has to get ugly. It always is going to get worse before it gets better. Like, it's real worse before it gets better so um but it seems like just from this you've grown so much and you're not taking you're not allowing the cheating that you went through to like break you down and be like fuck all men i'm done like you know so that's good i was
3: like that for a while but honestly these men like i feel really bad for them looking back Mm -hmm. at them and the things the choices that they made and um i have no idea what they're up to today i just (laughs) really wish them Peace so that they're not hurting others and not hurt themselves. And I hope that they can get to a place where they feel whole and at peace with themselves right. so that we can, everyone that they surround themselves with can rejoice with them. You know what I right. mean? Mm-hmm. No, that's, well, that's beautiful.
0: You know what? So since, since you do sound like you're in a better place, what advice would you have uh, to end it all? What advice would you have to people who have either been cheated on or even the people who have been the cheaters because you've you've had experience with both obviously you're the one that's been cheated on you've had experience with the with the liars who have cheated so
3: i would say like you know nothing there's no rush for anything right so take a step back remove yourself from the situation and rationalize and breathe for a moment and reflect on what's going on in that situation Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that it's really easy to be in this hurt place and want that feeling to go away. And usually the people who hurt us are the ones that we want that comfort from. And I feel like, you know, that first boyfriend, I went back to him after he cheated. And Mm -hmm. it's because I didn't have the strength and I didn't know my own value to keep And... I'm so glad with that, how I handled the second situation. Like I just was like, I'm not even going to entertain this. I'm glad I know this information so that I can really just put that to rest. And so, but I think that people just have to go through what they're going to go through to learn their own ways of their journey. You know, there's no one way and people respond differently. So I think that the biggest thing I could say is just take a step back. And sit with those feelings for a moment before mm-hmm. acting on anything. Don't go throwing beer on people and making yourself look like a, fool. <laughs> look like a lady.
1: Right, right. No, it's hard to when your emotions yeah. are involved, but that's definitely like good advice. And I so think just when you're young and growing and trying to figure things out, it's going to happen, you know?
0: So, the, the,
3: oh. And for the cheaters, but if you <laughs> feel the need to step out of your relationship, you also need to like take a step back and ask yourself the the tough questions of why am I doing this? And why can't I just be alone instead of bringing people Mm. my problems? Mm -hmm.
0: There you go. And can I say one thing too? I think if you are the cheater, talk to your partner. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and and, and even though like that conversation would be weird, talk to your partner and tell them how you're feeling. Be like, look, I think that I, I'm not saying that I'm going to, Cheat on you, but I'm starting to feel a certain kind of way, and I mm-hmm. want us to work with, work through this. Like whether it's you feel, because whether you feel whatever reason you want to cheat, like talk to mm-hmm. them about it. Because if you feel like you're about to do it, text them like, "Hey, I'm going through something right now, and let me talk to you." Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think that could. That's help.
1: part of communication, though. Remember, we said people have prob- troubles communicating. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that in a perfect world, that'd be somebody communicating that, but people have a tough time communicating, and they don't know how to express how they feel, so they just act on what they feel is right.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm or yeah, but they feel as though it's wrong but they right. feel like they feel like they can't control i don't know right so well jen that was that was a good that was a good episode thank you jen right thank
1: uh, you so much jen for sharing your story girl God, we love crazy
3: it enough for you guys i think that i have to get like crazy in order for me it, it to be like clear to me or else i'm just like doo, 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 everything's fine mm-hmm,
0: right mm-hmm. no right well, we appreciate it thank you so much jen thank,
3: thank so much you
0: you. you said what
3: I had so much fun. Oh, thank Yay. you. We had
0: fun listening too. So, thank you, Jen, and uh, hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks.
3: Bye. Thanks. Bye.
1: Wow. So that was crazy. There's those two different experiences that she had, which were both wild, and both parties chose to continue to lie when she gave them ample, you know, opportunities to say what really the deal was. But I think it's dope how she went through those things and um now was like knowing her worth you kind of have to go through stuff like that to know because if safe is something that was so minuscule she probably would have kept going through it so it's you know it's a good thing that you have to go through things so severe to be like hell no i am not dealing with this bullshit moving forward
0: (laughs) no she she really sounds like she like really like internalized everything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like really thought about it and like mm-hmm. really learned from it. I was like, I was listening to her. I said, okay, Jen, I know you had all these gems to say, you know, like right. for real. So I think that was, that was really good. And at the end of the day, if you've been cheated on and or if you are a cheater, you're going through a lot of shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you've been through some stuff. I'm just saying it's true. And I hope that you're able to move past it in one way or mm-hmm. another, especially if you are the cheater. All right. Because if you're the cheater, Know how you're going to make people feel. You know what I mean? Don't Period. Hurting, hurting people is not is not something you want to do. Hurt people
1: hurt people, though. Not trying to, you know, it's make not an excuse. excuse. It, it's but not it's an excuse. a fact, though.
0: I don't care. It's, it's not a an fact, excuse.
1: But actually, you're not hurt.
0: It, it doesn't matter. It's not an excuse. No. Okay. You can't hurt. Uh, all well, I'm we could have is, another
1: episode about yeah, this because he I, has a whole different. He's not hurt. He's not negative. He's very optimistic. And he looks at life completely different, the majority of America. And um, so he can't really say, and I only say that because I know him very well, but hurt people hurt people. And it's not an excuse, but until you're a hurt person who is, misery loves company, you know what they say? So until Mm -hmm. you're a person like that, you're not going to understand it, you know? And I only say, you know, I only say that because I was there at one point, you want to bring everybody down to your level because you, you're trying to get out of your level, which is like quicksand, essentially. So now I just don't want you to speak for those who are hurt, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not in that realm.
0: I'm not speaking for them. I'm saying it's not you an excuse. You said it's no excuse, though. That is it's speaking for ex- them, No, though. no. I, I'm not speaking for them. I'm saying it is not an excuse at the end of the day. Yes, hurt people hurt people. I know that phrase, and I mm-hmm. believe that. But I'm saying it does not excuse what they did or what they do. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Just because right. they're hurt doesn't mean they can do whatever they want to do, you know?
1: Yeah okay
0: and if they do then they have to suffer the consequences you know what i mean so anyways you guys that was our episode on infidelities on cheating hopefully Cheaters. you don't ever have to deal with it but if so you can now come to start our episode about it so <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys have a wonderful day i'm dayshola once again um check me out on instagram d-a-y-s-h-o-l-a underscore b
1: and I'm Call Me Rye, and my Instagram handle is C-A-L-L-M-E-R-Y-Y. Thank you so much for listening, y'all.
0: Thank you. See you next week. <laughs>